You are now listening to the Beat Bodega, a music podcast. Music and talk for all you bitches. Enjoy. All right, welcome to the third episode of the Beat Bodega. Uh, with me, as always, is Eric. Hi, is A1. This is the third one. The steak sauce is me. All right, how's it going, buddy? Fantastic, man. Yeah. I'm getting ready for the weekend. I know it's only Wednesday, but it's going to start a little early for me. Uh, no, that's fine. Um, before we start, I know the topic today is uh, 70s and 80s punk and ska, but I uh, want to give a, a belated birthday to hip-hop. It was hip-hop's birthday this week, so shout-out oh, to happy hip-hop. Birthday. <laughs> well, how old is it, Tony? It is, I think it's 45 years or 47. Hold on, I'll tell you right now. Uh, I, I saw an article on it yesterday. Uh, like, you know, one of the guys we failed to mention too when we were talking about like that early uh, breakbeat era was a uh, cool herc man. Yeah, oh, there's a lot of people we forgot to mention, but in, in, yeah. in an hour you can only squeeze them so much. But, uh, but yeah, no, there, I mean, and I'm sure we'll do it. We'll do it again. We'll do. Uh, I know, probably next month um, we'll be doing. Uh, basically, the whole month will be 90s. And on one, we'll be doing ninety hip hop, nineties hip hop. So I'm sure we'll we'll uh, we'll ping pong back and forth between the eighties and nineties. But yeah, hip hop was forty is now forty four years old. Wow! Hey, 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 hey! <laughs> you're as old the as same age. <laughs> <laughs> you're actually you're older than hip hop. You're older than hip hop by a few months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I mean. Considering that it's, I don't know, but I just feel so much cooler right now because you're knowing only, that me and hip hop came this, out the same year. <laughs> I don't know which one's bigger. I, well, <laughs> At least in my head, uh, you'll always be bigger. <laughs> the, but yeah, I mean, c- considering it's only been around for 44 years, what a massive impact, man! Hell yeah, worldwide, man. But so speaking of impact, um, we're talking about. Kind of a, a revolutionary sound for the the 70s and 80s, um, you know, defiant music. Kind of, it, it's the funny thing is, it's ska and punk are two different genres, but they're they were always married together. Well, from the 70s on, they were always side by side. You know, so it, it's it's funny how you know no not culturally, but from a fashion standpoint, how these two cultures coexisted together and grew together. And, you know, you have the rude boys that were dressed up with fedoras and suits and skinny ties. And then you had mohawks, leathers, chains, and spikes. And, and those two, those two genres kind of followed each other from the seventies all the way till now. That's, you know, and while I was, reading all the, you know, the past history of, of punk and ska and, uh, you know, how one always inspired the other. Eric, are you alive? Yeah, sorry. No, um, (laughs) No, you know, um, with ska, I I was never really a big follower. What I could say is that I dig their style, their their style, but I, I, I like the aggression of punk a lot more. Yeah. So that was kind of, you know, interchangeable for me. I it, When it comes to ska, I was only like, 
pretty much into like the more um, I don't want to say mainstream stuff, but the, the stuff that was like really popular. Well, what what became punk ska in the nineties? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, and and even like the early stuff, like you know, like you, you had your the specials that I, on the playlist that you put on there, and Madness. You know, I, I knew the songs that 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 they played on uh on MTV. Right. You know, like our house and uh, our house in the middle of the street. So those were the songs favorites, but I didn't know that was ska. Like when I was listening to it, you oh, know, I, I just yeah, when we were I just kids, we didn't know song yeah. or um, what was the other one that was really popular? Uh, Rudy can't fail yeah. or dun, 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 dun. That, I don't I, I don't know the name of it from the specials. Well, they, um, they had a lot. I mean, they that, had so many songs. Small town or something yeah. like that. Yeah. It sounds like a ghost song. Uh, go, you mean Ghost Town? Is that what? It's yeah. like that? <laughs> no. Oh, please don't judge me. No. No, dude. Look, this is the first thing I want to I want to let everybody know. So this is our third episode. Is we're not experts at all. We're just fans of music, and a lot of the music that we that we talk about, one inspired the music that we listen to, and two inspired us during you know during our childhood. So that's it's a fun topic to do. It's positive, and you know, we were surrounded by a lot of people that you know played in punk bands, played in ska bands, were DJs, musicians, and so we were always surrounded by music. So, uh, but experts were were not at all. I mean, I've yeah. I have, for the past like my, most of my education for punk 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 uh, <laughs> punk ska came from movies. Again, I I I, I got a lot of music from movies. Again, I'm going to bring up 1984 because I swear to God, it was the best year for movies. And one of the movies that came out in that that era was Repo Man. Yeah. And if you heard that soundtrack, you're like, oh, shit. Like, this is a movie I saw when I might have been 10 years old, 86. It came out in 84. I probably saw it in 85. But here you were exposed to suicidal tendencies, institutionalized, which is still one of the greatest songs ever. Right. Um, you, you had uh, the Circle Jerks, Coup d'etat, yeah. in there. You had Fear, leaving, who who went on to be an actor in another great 1984 movie called Streets of Fire. If you haven't seen that, do yourself a favor. It's excellent. It's a rock and roll fable. Um, anyway, so yeah, you have you have that song Fear, which is just like you hear that song and yeah, oh man, shit's gonna go down, man. I'm gonna blow like I, you know that's one of those songs that just gets you going. Yeah. Well, it's well. You kind of jumped ahead. We're segueing a couple of episodes ahead. Uh, the next episode that we do is going to be all '80s, and then the a- episode after that is going to be music that Eric and I enjoyed from '80s movies. So it'll be our own '80s movie soundtrack, which may include some of the stuff that we're talking about today. Um, so, but that you know, it, it has to go in a hand in hand because. Again, this is my first exposure to that, right. you know. And then another big movie was Thrashing, and it's one of the songs that you have on your playlist. Yeah. Uh, it, the by the Circle Checks, which is a remake. It's a cover of a what is it? Wild in the Streets. Yeah. And you know, I remember being a little kid, and we watched that movie, and the the chase scene where he's being chased by the daggers. Um, you know, he's out running them and we would joke like, yeah, those, that's when you want your slime ball wheels, like stupid dorky stuff, you know, no. but here we're hearing this, this music for the first time. And it's like, oh man, this, this is, it's different, you know? Yeah. And well, the, going back a little bit, 
the cool thing about this music is, is these two genres is that they were all based on 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 just you know revolting against what was wrong at the time and and a lot of those movies were that it was teenage defiance uh you know standing up against the man and, and so but that's what this music was you have yeah. so although ska actually started in the 50s so it was a mixture of of calypso and caribbean mento which was like jamaican folk music uh which was a, a mixture of of african rhythm and um and european elements and eventually that evolved into ska which you know led to rock steady and then and then reggae but in the 70s what what it actually stood for was a group of teenagers that grew up listening to jamaican music they it was because there was a lot of migration from from the islands too right so um, right the uk yeah so yeah so the, there was there was a lot of migration that was coming in but there was also a lot of racism so the kids that were inspired by the jamaican music and they started mixing it together with with the punk that they were listening to and then that that's how they developed what like the two-tone sound and the cool thing is the history of the two-tone was that it's you know if you look at all the all the designs or whatever it's all checkered black and white so that's that was the inspiration for them taking that music and, and kind of making it their own was to kind of take a stand against against racism you know like the kids in uh, the west midlands in england in the 60s you know they they were listening to a lot of you know what they considered back then black music that's why the style is what they called the pork pie which was the fedora skinny ties suits that the way they dressed was actually inspired by jazz musicians but they grew up listening to punk so but they took that sound and wanted to incorporate you know the friends that they had made and the music that inspired them and kind of give a middle finger to everybody else and say you know fuck you to racism and that's how it it came back from the 50s again in the 70s so I mean that that history. So the scene, I'm sorry. The the Scott scene existed in in England before the punk scene, or it kind of just came up together. No, it it, it happened to develop at the same time because they so so imagine you had these kids in England that were listening to punk music, but the kids in the Midlands, where I guess a lot of the migration took place, um, they were also listening to to Jamaican ska, and then what? So the that two-tone records, which was, uh, uh, I forget his last name, but Jerry from the specials, he developed that record label and called it two-tone because again, it was like that checkered black and white. Right. And then they, the reason it's more a beat is because they were, they were also listening to punk at that time. So that's how that sound developed. So when you see like the mod fashion of that era, you see punk kids hanging out with, you know with the rude boys so you see you know a lot of a lot of black and white kids hanging out together and you know how a, so much black culture is actually going into punk music and when people listen to it now they don't think it's you know that there's that there's not a lot of ties to it and you know shit, there's a ton of ties to to uh to black history and 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 punk and ska music so it was you know, it was a revolutionary time in, in, in England, you know, it was like during the Thatcher era and 
there was a lot of racism. So these kids actually, you know, started, you know, sticking their middle fingers up and then saying, no, this is, these are our friends. This is the music that we like. Uh, it would flash the bullets. The bullets, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you you know, you do that here, people think you're just saying two. But, but yeah. It kind of looks cooler than the middle finger. That's because we... It's like, I'm going to give you two. Yeah, but so... So yeah, it was actually they did that to diffuse racial tension, which, which was pretty interesting. You know, like that's you have uh, the beat, which became the English beat uh, in the U.S. Right, right. They had to do it in. right, but but they they had a mixed band. You know, they had horn players, drummer, guitar players, bass, but it was they hadn't that really hadn't been seen like a mixed band like that. You know, especially you know during that time, so. It was the music itself was quite revolutionary, you know, in 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 a in a political sense because it was, you know, it was kind of standing up to the system at the time. So there's there's a lot of cool history uh, with ska and and punk when it when it comes to you know their involvement in in, in what they believed was uh, you know a, a, you know mis mismanaged politics and and. And uh, and racism, but so yeah, go ahead. Just a little, little off here. So so UK had it first, or was it the Americans? Not ska. Well, no, actually, no, I, I know not ska, but punk. Well, so that, you, know, you, you know, it's funny because it goes back and forth. It goes back and forth. It, it's like it, it almost popped up at the same time, but I I think from. From everything that I've read, it seems it seems like it came from England first. So you because right. you gotta realize what was popular back then was you know, you had all that all the all the rock that was coming out of Europe, which was a little bit more fast, but like here it, in the United States, it, it developed from blues. Over there, you know, it, it was it actually sounded a little bit rougher. Like if you hear a lot of the faster music from the Beatles. You know, it's three chords, and, and it was a group of guys that got together that didn't know how to play instruments at first, which is kind of the history of a lot of punk bands. You know, yep. I, it, so and the three chords. <laughs> yeah. Well, but look, look how funny is so like the Ramones. Do you know how they got how they ended up with the name Ramones? I do not. Okay, so Paul McCartney was in a band called the Silver Beatles prior to the Beatles, or that was that was the first version of the Beatles. His his pseudonym uh, was Paul Ramon. And then Didi Ramon said, why don't we just call it the Ramones and we all carry the last name Ramones. And that's how they became the Ramones. Cool. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of cool history, man. And, and, and like, it's like just what was more impressive to me was how those, like the kids that listened to ska adopted the fashion from the jazz musicians, from the black jazz musicians, because of their whole idea of, of being anti-racism. Right. You know, so that, that was, that was cool too. And I mean, look, you're, you're paying homage to music that comes from, from Jamaica, you know, and then they took it, made it their own. And then they started mixing it with punk and it became a youthful sound. I mean, you have, I mean, think about it in the fifties, that's when Scott Scott developed Rocksteady and Reggae. And so people that grew up playing music back then 
like, you know, going back to the first episode, and I told you my dad used to make steel drums. So that, that's what he played was Calypso. And then, you know, I mean, the Whalers, before it was Bob Marley and the Whalers, it was just the Whalers, and there were a ska band in the 50s. You know, and then you had the Toots and the Maytals, which almost every song that you hear, every punk song that you heard during the 90s or punk ska song, um, you know, Sublime uh, covered one of their songs. Um you know, the specials covered their songs, which is one of the songs on the playlist. Um, you know, um, actually, the version that I put was The Clash, The Clash's version. Right. But, you know, and, you know, historically, it's it's music that's carried on for a really long time. And people may not know the history of Scotland and know how far back it goes and what it actually meant um, to music. So... It's it's been it's been an interesting read the past few days to you know because I've always liked ska I've always listened to ska uh, and obviously you know we grew up listening to a lot of punk music so you know when you dig deep to find out historically where it comes from and what it meant like did this you know the little bit of research that that I did prior to this it it, it made it it made you appreciate it more because you start thinking about how these kids went from you know, listening record players and saying, you know what, you know, that this, this racism shit ain't right. You know, we appreciate their music. We love their music. Let's involve them in our, you know, in our crews. And, and, you know, they stuck, they stuck together with the punk kids. And when you look at them side by side, you're like, dude, these guys can't be further apart, but they kind of stood for a lot of the same things, you know, like anti-establishment and, and stuff like that. <laughs> And Margaret Thatcher, right? And yeah, and, and Margaret, <laughs> Ma- Margaret Thatcher. But uh, cool. Yeah. So, 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 are we gonna shift a little to punk now? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, okay. <laughs> get you out of. No, no, I, 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 no I, honestly, I didn't know a lot of that. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't know any of that. Uh, the sky. I was never really, really that deep into sky. You know, there was just a few bands here and there that I liked, but they were later bands like Mu Three Thirty and stuff like yeah. that. Must have. You know, but again, it was still that faster kind of like punk sound. So. You're an aggressive guy, Eric. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, I'm teasing, no. I'm teasing. No. But, uh, but, yeah, go ahead. I I, no, no, I, gosh, I do like the speed, though. Yeah, no, that, dude, it, it's, everybody, everybody has their, you know, what they like. I, I just love the musicianship of, of, of Sky and you know it's it's fun. It's it's happy it's music. Like big band, right? It, yeah. it goes back to like those big band eras. Yeah. You know, you have your brass, you have horns and, and it's it's really cool. Yeah, it's a it lot is, of cool that is one of those things that is awesome to watch. If you've never gone to a live ska show, it's pretty amazing. Oh yeah. Because you, you get choreography, you, know, <laughs> you get awesome awesome like style like they're not costumes. They're just dressed like that. And you're like, man, this is, it's just cool. It, it, it's a happy time, right? It's its a happy vibe when you go to a Scott show. Yeah, that, that's, you, it's fun. It's you a, can't help but think, you know, it's like, even at, at like 40. Yeah, yeah. And though we don't so, move as well as we did once, but okay. it is. And recovery, even worse. Yeah. So let me, I'll go over the, I'll go over the playlist and what it has. Um you know, I, I wanted to make sure that there was a little bit of everything and, and maybe surprise some people with, you know, maybe they didn't know that these people were considered punk back then. I almost went, I almost threw in 
some of the uh, old Go-Go stuff, but I didn't. I was going to mention that, man. I am so disappointed <laughs> that you did not put the Go-Go's in here. I thought about like, that. And how you many? know, this was, it was the first exposure that all of us had that we actually, our parents loved the Go-Go's. Um, you know, we loved it. It was just fun. Yeah. But you know, at that time, I didn't recognize them as a as a punk band. You know, they were just super cool. Well, after, so I, I I saw a good portion of the documentary that you uh, that you recommended about how, the Go Go's. How good was that? Yeah, it was a really they, good documentary. They it's, get to see what made made them. So yeah. the Go Go's really became huge in L.A. after they toured with the Specials and Madness in 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 the U.K. and they they did. They did shows all across, and they were bad shows. Like they were getting spit on, you know, um, um, bottled, uh, getting bottles thrown at them, and it was just, it was just a horrible experience. But they toughed it out. Like they, they, they talk about it, and you're just like, man, I don't think I would have survived that. I would like, I want to go home. Yeah. And they just, they, 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 they went through the tour, and I think it was one of the the producers for. For the specials that said, you know, when they, they it was, uh, I think it was You Got the Beat, right? That that became, yeah, that was their big, big hit, hit. Yeah. you know, wanted to put that out. And they're like, they wanted to buy the publishing rights. And they were smart. They're like, nope, we're keeping our stuff. And then when they came back to Cali, that's when, you know, everybody's like, wait, these guys are, these guys are women are a big deal. Yeah. They, 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 they just toured, you know, UK, which is the birth of punk, mm. which we can establish now. Right. With madness and the specials, right? Right. And it's like they were the hottest thing, dude. And, and of course, they just blew up and became a commercial success. But if you have a chance, watch that documentary too, because it, it, it's it's amazing what you see, what they went through, and and the business sense that they had too. Well, and, and, and the, the fact that, that they made it's it's pretty cool. And the fact that you find out that they were actually a punk band first, you know. And have you yeah. actually heard? the original version or the original recordings of what it was yes yeah so i mean it that it, 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 it was interesting to find out oh wow they were actually a punk band before they became a commercial pop band but yeah the, the documentary is just called the go-go's and it was on what showtime yes sir on showtime yeah so uh we're not plugging showtime it's that's just <laughs> no that's, it's just a, it's just a good documentary yeah. to watch so um, and belinda carlisle I, I gotta admit she was a favorite growing up I, I always loved her since uh, I was a kid. A lot of guys did. Yeah, yeah, but but I liked her go-go's. You know, not heaven is a place on earth. I like <laughs> I, I like I like I like the chunkier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Olympia Carlisle. All right. Well, <laughs> be, before I go, before we go on break, which is we got a, a couple of minutes, I'll I'll run through the playlist real quick. So we have the Ramones. Do you remember rock and roll radio? The Clash. Pressure drop. Madness. Playing madness. Blondie doing I Don't Have the Nerve to Say No, which I know you really like that song. Uh, English Beat, Mirror in the Bathroom. Misfits, Where Eagles Dare. The Clash doing Tommy Gun. Circle Jerks doing Wild in the Streets. Generation X, which is Ready, Steady, Go is the song, which is Billy Idol's uh, band before he became Billy Idol. The the specials, (laughs) Rude Boys Out of Jail. The Descendants, Catalina. Coxbearer, Take Them All, which it's actually the live version that I threw on there. Uh, Bad Brains, Pay to Come, uh, 9.99 with I'm Alive, Minutemen uh, doing Vietnam, The Selector on my radio, The Specials doing Long Shot, Kick the Bucket, and then Iggy Pop doing Lust for Life. 
we're going to dive more into the playlist. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. All right, so I know I think we touched on ska quite a bit in the in the first half hour. I know you wanted to focus more on punk, and uh, so yeah, I think you went too obscure with this playlist. I I think you were afraid to touch the the popular songs because it wouldn't be punk enough. Well, I, <laughs> like Brandy, I would have gotten with with. Uh, Hanging on, keep you hanging on the telephone. <laughs> yeah, but I actually really, really like uh, the song that 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 we put on the playlist. Well, even you you called me. Oh, I, I loved it. Remember, I, I yeah. called. You, I'm like, who is this? Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm like, and Eric gets sloppy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I feel stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but no. but yeah, by, no, by the way, be, like, before you keep you on digging deep for this stuff, Carlos, like. You know, I I, I, I kind of skimmed the surface, man. And and you're how do you find the time to to listen to a lot of this stuff, man? Well, Honest. Well, so I'll actually tell you my. This was long before the the podcast. So, you know me. You've known me thirty years. So when I I like going down rabbit holes, you know. So I started watching before that time, though. You what? I started watching you before the 30 years. Oh yeah. <laughs> I knew you were before <laughs> But uh, you know, I always gotta gotta, gotta stop a little bit before yeah. I get close to someone. Yeah. But uh so you know, I, I would go down these rabbit holes and and you know, then I'd go from one song, oh I really like this song, let me go to the next one, let me go to the next one. Like even so when um the I had Told you I put uh, "Take Them All" from Coxbear on on the playlist. So, as long as we've listened to punk and as much as I enjoyed punk, that song, the first time I heard it was actually watching a soccer game, and then the Seattle Sounders adopted it as as you know their their fight chant in soccer games. So that's why I had actually put the live version in there because I I'd like. I like the back and forth between the band and the and the crowd, but it, again, that came from going down a rabbit hole of music. But right. I wanted to go back to Blondie for a second. Just this is retribution for Gilbert and Martika not being from Miami, but Deborah Harris. Blondie from, from, yeah, well, she's oh yeah, baby. <laughs> so she we got her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she she grew up in Jersey, but she was born in Miami. But Miami, uh, yeah, as a, yeah. <laughs> but again, that <laughs> that she, you know, she had a crazy life before she made it big. You know, she was a go-go dancer. Uh, I think she was a a, a play a playgirl. Uh, oh, no. yeah. But like like uh, when they had those Playboy clubs, you know, like I think she was one of the right. But I mean, it a uh, go-go dancer is kind of a cool gig, man. I I think I. You'd like to be a go-go dancer? Just for the neon. Just for <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, you know, and that that was a band that was similar to the Go Go's, where you know they were a punk band, and you know she's considered you know punk hierarchy, but she found a lot of success, you know, in in the pop mainstream too. I mean, right. granted, she didn't sound like anybody. She was a gorgeous woman, and you know, it's th their sound uh, lent itself to 
being a little poppy and not so punk later on. Um, but and how progressive were they bringing on Fat Five Freddy too? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, 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 she, and she covered ska songs and right, you know, like so. But uh, but yeah, I I I liked the even though you said you know that I, I went a little little deep on the playlist, but I, I think all the song the songs are fun. The idea is that you know if you're driving around playing them, it, it's you're not getting that that aggressive punk sound all the time that you actually enjoy the music and listen and let you go down your own rabbit hole, uh, yeah. you know, but, uh, I got, a, I got a Blondie story too, that I like, um, it's the one for heart of glass uh-huh. that, you know, Blondie was always known as this aggressive singer and raspy voice. Mm-hmm. And when they did heart of glass, they, they were in the studio and she just comes in and sings it with that high pitch, like very demure, like, and everybody freaked out. And that was like their biggest, commercial success yeah you know and that was her just like throwing it down and she just bam like this is this is the blondie that you see let me show you what else i can do yeah you know and it i think that's a pretty cool story and even their older stuff too man like maria and stuff like they they tried to do like a comeback like in the early 2000s and it was still great music yeah yeah and and then you have uh, you know, Generation X. I, there's nothing. I, I don't care what anybody says. There's nothing more punk than Billy Idol, even when you see him now. You know, like I got thinking of Billy Idol. Okay, <laughs> how cool is that guy? Wait, that's my that's that Dancing with Myself and Rebel Yell are my go-to karaoke song. Uh, there, there you go. All right. So, <laughs> uh, next time anybody books a karaoke gig, Eric is open to uh, sing those two songs for you. But at least a little bit. Oh, of course. <laughs> There's nothing more punk than Lisa Loeb. But, uh, you know, it's, I mean, who's more punk than Billy Idol? I mean, it's, and everything he does, he just looks like the picture of punk. So, you know, that's, I had to throw Generation X in there. And there's so many and bands. X, X is the punk letter too, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's you know, the, you have you know Generation X. You had another band called X. Yeah. And sometimes if you don't, if you're too lazy to use the P, the K and S, you just put P U N X. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Or even the, the straight edge kids, they have it all tattooed all over themselves. Yeah. You know, back then. Yeah, but it, it, it's you know that that was that's who they were. They were the zero generation. Yeah. That's how they felt. You know, um, and then. You know, you have, you know, there, there are parts that do get a little, you know, uh, a little bit more aggressive. I mean, you have the Misfits, uh, you have the Descendants, um, you know, Bad Brains. And then, you know, who, who's considered the godfather of punk is Iggy Pop. And that's how the playlist ends. But, you know, I it, it the playlist flows good so people could enjoy it, you know, not not get a you know i there's so many there were so many punk bands back then and so many so many people i could have put that the playlist would have ended up being like 2000 songs but i i wanted i wanted people to enjoy you know ska and punk and you know something that's a little bit more poppy punk even for back then but back then it was considered you know extremely aggressive i mean Go go back to the Beatles. How what people thought of the Beatles when they started, you know, like oh my God, what is that sound? It's too loud. It's too fast. And you listen to them now, and you're like, you know, it's like Disney music. But 
But yeah, I, I, I had I a lot of fun doing this play. Speaking of the Misfits, I just got into them like maybe a year ago. I knew who they were, but I really started listening to their music about a year ago. And I got I got sucked into that whole horror pop or whatever you call it, horror punk genre. But you listen to their songs and at a time where where that it came out, that punk was so aggressive and, and all this, the misfits were melodic as fuck. Oh yeah. Like they were like like rockabilly songs. Yeah. You know, set up. Yeah, and Glenn. And it's such a great sound. Yeah, and Danzig's song, uh, his voice is so deep, you know, and and he would actually, you know, I walk those streets at night, I walk where he goes there, like it's, you, you know, it's a deep baritone. Operatic, sound. right? Yeah. <laughs> so you know, yeah, for right. punk, it's operatic. Yeah, but it was it, it didn't sound and and shit even back then to, for the lyrics that they used. You know, I, I think maybe a lot of people back then didn't immediately catch what they were saying or or. But I mean, you know, some of the some of the content in their songs was, is shocking, you know. Yeah. So. Last for us. Yeah. Yeah. Last for us was pretty, yeah. pretty rough. Yeah. But then again, how does well, last for us? Like the yeah. way he ends it, it's like, what, what are you doing? Yeah, like what a beautiful uh, I, I I got a I, I had a little man crush for 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 dancing, but not 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 you know dirty black summer dancing like the Misfits when I got into them last year, and I was just like. What a cool band that must have been like to see live. Oh yeah, because and they went all out. I bought a, a, a Captain Harlock shirt, like that three quarter sleeve shirt, yeah. like the one he wore. I found it and I was like, I bought it, but by the time he, it got here, like I had gained too much weight, so it didn't look right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's sitting in my area, one of my drawers there, man. Fuck, Just like waiting COVID, for me man. to wear it one day. Fucking COVID weight. <laughs> it's 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 like it's become like the COVID thirty, dude. Yeah. I swear to God, I gained like thirty pounds since this shit started, man. <laughs> but you know, and, and it, it's you know, again, just how, how we talked about in the first episode of of songs that have lasted, um, and you know, and and haven't died out, even though you don't automatically think, oh, this is where it came from, but you know. Shit, when was it? A few years ago when uh, Eagles Dare came out on a commercial. The Cherry Sailor Cherry. Yeah, the Sailor Jerry's commercial. Um, You know, even when you had before uh, Amy Winehouse died, when she was, you know, performing with the specials. um, You know, there's there's so much of this music that if people actually took the time to find out the history of it, where it came from, you know, and listen to the originals, they'd be, they'd be impressed, you know, because it's not, a lot of it's not new. It's just been recycled. Um, you know, I, the Ramones are eternal, you know, um, the clash again, that that's another band that found a lot of success in the United States when they came over. Uh, and, you know, the reason I, because there's two clash songs, one is more of their punk side and another one's, uh, uh, their ska side where they were, they were actually credited by being the punk band that brought ska to the United States or that more ska-like sound Um, because a lot of their songs uh, and a lot of their albums, they did play ska covers or, or added that, that skank riff, you know, that up and down riff that you hear. And then that, that heavy ska bass. Um, So, you know, they, they, they were, I mean, instrumental in, in, in developing punk in the United States too. 
Uh, and another reason I put them in there and not, not, not to be somber is, uh, you know, a few, uh, and not about six or seven weeks ago, um, I lost a, a buddy of mine who his favorite band was the clash. And I thought I'd throw that in there and, and kind of give a shout out to uh, John Hussey, um, and, and add those songs in there. But, uh, you know, so you have these nice rhythms of, of Sky, and then, you know, you throw in Circle Jerks, uh, Bad Brains, which, you know, an all-black band back then playing punk music, you know, it's, I'm sure a lot of... Hard and... I'm sorry? Hard and fast as fuck, too. Yeah, hard and fast. But another iconic... That's how you band. bowl. What? Hard and fast down the middle. Yeah, hard, that's how I bowl, hard and down the middle. But, uh... But yeah, I, it, this was a really this was a really fun playlist to do and a really tough one, uh, just because, you know, I want people to listen to it, and knowing that a, a lot of the a lot of the people that have that have listened so far, um, you know, listen to a lot of a lot more popular music, but give give this playlist a shot. It's a fun playlist to listen to, um, you know, uh, it, it's energetic. Uh, you know, then then you know it goes from from fast and 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 heavy at times to you know joyful with the ska sound. But uh, you know, we have right now, Eric. And I know I shared this with you this morning. So uh, now we're we're officially over 200 listeners, which is fantastic. You know, considering we this will be two weeks of of us podcasting, and uh, you know, I, I think with a lot of our listeners, hopefully they have fun listening to the music and learning um, about the history of some of this music. You know, as I mentioned, we're going to go, I mean, we're, we're finishing off this month with all ladies, you know, we're doing seventies and eighties punk and ska. Then we're going to go all ladies next week. And then the weekend after that, uh, you know, all the, all of our favorite eighties uh, soundtracks or, you know, songs and movies, uh, which that'll be a fun episode because, one thing that Eric and I do know a lot about is movies, especially in the eighties. And then the following month, it's all nineties. Um, so it should be fun, including nineties punk. So it should be fun next with the next few weeks. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it, it was, it's cool. It's cool to listen to this music. And then, you know, another too, that, that, you know, I didn't get into until I was, you know, maybe maybe last, or three years ago was The Descendant. Okay. And it was, Love I that saw man. a documentary about them. Mm -hmm. And when I heard the music, I was like, wait, this is from the 80s? Because that shit sounded like straight up like Orange County punk from the 90s. Yeah. Like, they were so ahead. Their sound was so not, it didn't belong to that time. And after watching, you know, like, learning, like, the learning about them and what they went through, the different um, iterations of the band, like all and all that, I had the chance to see them live um, at the edge, which was, that, that was amazing. It was like, oh my God, you know, I'm watching, like, I, I couldn't see it when I was a kid, but I, I still got the chance to see them. And then a few months later, I saw them at another festival that they had in Ohio, like a punk and drublet. Yeah. And it's like, this is great. You know, <laughs> I get to see, you know, see them twice. Like, and, and you know, it's it. I would have never listened to it. It just it just happened, right? Yeah. And then you, it's it's what you, coming back to what you were saying that there's so much music out there, man. And how do you, how do you 
you know, pick and, and especially when you're creating the the playlist, you know, I don't envy you, man, because mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I'm, I was looking at it and I was like, oh, why didn't you include this? Why didn't you include that? But you you can't, you can't pick and choose. It's just, you'll be here for dates because there's just so much of it yeah. and, and it's all so good. Yeah. And you just want to soak it all in. Yeah. That, that's, and that's, that's actually the hardest part about doing this podcast is, okay, one, picking, okay, you know, what the theme of the, or the, what the genre of the episode is going to be. And then two is when you sit down in front of, you know, like I have a library of thousands of songs, it's, oh shit, you know, which one am I going to pick? And then I put one in and then I'm like, yeah, but this one would be better. Or, you know, but I, this one, I was really careful. I mean, you know, cause I called and talked to you and, but uh, I, I had a lot of fun listening to this one once, you know, once we mixed it um that you know i've actually heard the playlist a few times and uh it's it's fun um but even i had so much fun doing it that may only i think only the the diehard miami kids that grew up listening to punk in the 90s if you remember a band called cottonside uh i added a little bonus I added, Sorry, a, <laughs> I added a little bonus at the end, which is it's actually a, a clip from a movie that they used in a in a EP that they put, and and I thought it was a fun way to end of the the playlist. But um, yeah, it, it's punk music's always fun, and and it brings out I, I don't think I don't care how old you are, it brings out the kid in you because you know the older you get, you know you you forget what it's like to be defiant and and you know, excited about music and jumping around at a show. And, you know, some of the, some of the best moments in, in our childhood was, you know, being at live shows and, you know, you leave with a few bruises and bumps and you may have gotten into a fight. You know, somebody punched you in the back of the head. That's but, just you. That, well, I have never gotten into a fight. I have chipped teeth, but never <laughs> into a fight, buddy. Well, I, I, and it was a small show too, and it was one of my favorite bands. And you embarrassed me, Carlos. <laughs> How did I embarrass you? Because Russ Rankin had to stop. Oh yeah, okay. Out for fighting. The, I, but it's okay. I lost all respect for Russ, Russ Rankin. But well, that's a story for another time. Well, first of all, you have to tell the story of why that happened. There was some guy that was bullying little kids, so I felt like I had to bully him back. It, it, I didn't start anything. That sounds hard. I am so turned on right now. <laughs> and then, there was also that other time that a guy blindsided you, and I and I thought to myself, "You're not gonna hit my best friend." And I no, that one was cool because I saw that guy come in and, to hit me, and all of a sudden you came out of nowhere. But you still embarrassed me at the Good Riddance show. <laughs> I had to stop in the middle of a song to call you out for fighting. There was maybe 15 people in that room. I'm not a fighter, man. That was, that was, it was just. I was like, he's not my friend. He's not my friend. I'm not with him. No, (laughs) kids were getting bullied and the bully needed to get bullied. It's funny, but I I remember the guy too. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, kids, kids were having fun and dancing. There's there's nothing there for you to prove. You don't have to be the. the It it was funny because going to those shows, it was, it was just. You, it, it, it was it was for you, right? You're you're there to see the band, but then it's like, I just want to dance. Yeah, and you know, like just jump off the stage and 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 
you know, grab the mic and sing, sing with the band, and yeah. it, it was a good time. But yeah. that's let's leave that for the next one. Yeah, because that, that that's yeah. there's a lot of good stories out of that. One. Yeah, but um, uh, back to the music and you creating the playlist. I don't know if this happens to you, but I I, I get very nervous when I share music with people because I I wanted to have the same impact that it had on me. I'm telling like, you. So when I find a song that moves me and I I play it for someone and they don't react. I want what the fuck is wrong with you, man? You like, it's like, what, what kind of soulless person are you? Like, you're not enjoying this? Yeah. You know, and, and, and then, it's like, no, I, 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 I don't understand, like, that you'd be hesitant to put certain songs in there and stuff like that. Because yeah. no, it becomes personal to you. Of Music course. is a personal thing. Yeah, of course it is. And, yeah, and, no, it happens the whole time. Like, I put a song in there, I'm like, I'm like, man, you know, the people that have never heard this before, they're not going to like it. Or maybe the hardcores are going to go, what the fuck? You know, why'd you put this song? But not only does that happen, I, I want to go back to what you said about people not liking that, like the, 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 or it doesn't have the same effect. It's like, well, maybe you didn't hear it right. I'm going to play it again, and you really got to pay attention to it. Because <laughs> I, I don't think you heard it the same way. But it, it's true. I mean, look, because that'd be hypocritical of us to say, because I'm sure people have played songs for you that, no, I don't like it. You know, it, it happens. It's just, but, but that's different. Yeah, that's different. <laughs> that's different. yeah. yeah they they different. are obviously not me or you. Yeah, but uh, you know, it, it's it, music is objective. You know, it's subjective, and you know, it, it's it's not certain sounds aren't for certain people. But the only thing I I ask or I'll ever ask is I just give it a try. You know. You have to, you just listen to it once. And if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Hopefully you enjoy the content and learning about it, you know, during the podcast. But, you know, if, if you don't like the playlist, remember, we'll do different genres. We're, we're fans of music. There's not a genre except country that we don't listen to, you know, and, and we enjoy it. Like that's, you know, I mean, we have episodes scheduled down the line that, you know, we'll go from hip hop to, uh, you know, electro punk metal um you know hair metal you know shit you know there there's there's uh there's a ton of there's something for everybody or i you know at the end of this there'll be something for everybody but uh eric we're, we're getting close to wrapping up anything else uh you want to say yeah, or mention i, I wish nikki diaz a happy birthday her birthday's today happy birthday nikki and then also to helen She's turning 66. That bitch is getting old. Hello. Uh, I love you, mom. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Seriously, this year I bought her a dildo so she could fuck herself. Dude. Like, <laughs> All right. She's getting old. Wow. <laughs> that, that's, how we're, that's how we're going to end the podcast. <laughs> but uh, happy, later. Yeah, Don't worry about it. happy birthday to Nikki. Happy birthday yeah, to man. Helen. Happy birthday to hip hop. Love you, mom. Love you, Alex. Yeah. Uh, but guys, this is it. Thank you for listening. Uh, remember, next week we'll be doing all 80s, and uh, we'll actually have DJ G Funk again for that podcast. Um, yeah, he'll be doing an 80s it's, mix. G Funk wife, by the way. Yeah. So, uh, you know, happy birthday to, to those people, and yeah. see you next week. Take care, Eric. You, Do your Thank thing. You, everybody. Bye. Bye.